The Bible Study Podcast, episode 585. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the kings of Judah with 2 Kings 21. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. I gave you a hint last week that things might head in the downward direction, And God gave Hezekiah, the good king of Judah, that hint as well by telling him that those people he just gave a tour of the palace, the people who came from Babylon, would someday be holding the lease. They would someday carry off all of the things that were found in the palace and in the treasury to Babylon. Why? Because of things like this. Manasseh, king of Judah. Manasseh was 12 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 55 years. His mother's name was Hevzibah. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Following the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had driven out before the Israelites, he rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had destroyed. He also erected altars to Baal and made an Asherah pole as Ahab king of Israel had done. He bowed down to all the starry hosts and worshipped them. He built altars in the temple of the Lord, of which the Lord had said, In Jerusalem I will put my name. In the two courts of the temple of the Lord, he built altars to all the starry hosts. He sacrificed his own son in the fire, practicing divination, sought omens, and consulted mediums and spiritualists. He did much evil in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger. He took the carved Asherah pole he had made and put it in the temple of which the Lord had said to David and to his son Solomon, in this temple and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all of the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will not again make the feet of the Israelites wander from the land I gave their ancestors, if only they will be careful to do everything I commanded them and will keep the whole law that my servant Moses gave them. But the people did not listen. Manasseh led them astray so that they did more evil than the nations the Lord had destroyed before the Israelites. The Lord said through his servants, the prophets, Manasseh, king of Judah, has committed these detestable sins. He has done more evil than the Amorites who preceded him and has led Judah into sin with his idols. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I'm going to bring such disaster on Jerusalem and Judah that the ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. I will stretch out over Jerusalem the measuring line used against Samaria and the plumb line used against the house of Ahab. I will wipe out Jerusalem as one wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. I will forsake the remnant of my inheritance and give them into the hands of enemies. They will be looted and plundered by all their enemies. They have done evil in my eyes and have aroused my anger from the day their ancestors came out of Egypt until this day. Moreover, Manasseh also shed so much innocent blood that he filled Jerusalem from end to end because the sin that he had caused Judah to commit, so that he did evil in the eyes of the Lord. As for the other events of Manasseh's reign and all he did, including the sin he committed, Are they not written in the books of the annals of the kings of Judah? Manasseh rested with his ancestors and was buried in his palace garden, in the garden of Uzzah. And Ammon, his son, 
succeeded him as king. Wow. That is really the most dramatic change in direction for either Israel or Judah between one king and another. It is hard to believe that this Manasseh is the son of Hezekiah. Now, last chapter, Hezekiah got sick and was going to die, but prayed and God relented and gave him 15 more years. And I mentioned that because when Manasseh is king, he is 12. Did you get that math? If Hezekiah had died on the original schedule, or the schedule that he was first told, Manasseh would not have been born. Would it have been better for Judah if Hezekiah, the good king, had died originally? Were there unintended consequences of this good king's extra 15 years? And the answer appears to be yes. This very, very evil king. This king who not only allows and permits the practices of all of these worship of false gods, but encourages it, who sacrifices his own son, who carves his own pole, it appears, the Asherah pole he had made, who builds up the altars, doesn't just allow them to be built up, but is actively encouraging the worship of false gods and apparently is filling up Jerusalem with innocent blood in the 55 years that are a scourge on his people when he is ruling. This is a very bad king. And basically God is saying, do you think that I will use a different measure to measure you than I did the Ammonites or that I did the people of Israel? You saw what happened to them after they were unfaithful. Why do you think it will be any different for you? It continues, Ammon, king of Judah. Ammon was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem two years. His mother's name was Meshulamath, daughter of Haroz. She was from Joppa. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, as his father Manasseh had done. He followed completely the ways of his father, worshiping the idols his father had worshipped, and bowing down to them. He forsook the Lord, the God of his ancestors, and did not walk in obedience to him. Ammon's officials conspired against him and assassinated the king in his palace. Then the people of the land killed all who had plotted against King Ammon, and they made Josiah his son king in his place. As for the other events of Ammon's reign and what he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? He was buried in his tomb in the garden of Uzzah, and Josiah his son succeeded him as king. I have to wonder what happened with Ammon and Manasseh. Manasseh becomes king at a young age, at 12, and so we can't really say that it was probably he and he alone that caused this evil. Someone influenced this young king. Someone put him on this path, and we don't know who. But someone was probably left around who encouraged these worships of false gods. Even though his, in his father's time, before his birth, we had seen this mighty victory, it's like it was 15 years after God had delivered the people from Egypt, and yet 
they make a golden calf or rats. They did that within a year, which is why God is so frustrated, right? You've aroused my anger from the day your ancestors came out of Egypt until this day. Why can't you be faithful for one minute? Why can't I turn my back for one minute without you going to worship other gods? What do I need to do? Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. There's going to be judgment. The good news is we get a little reprieve from that next week because if your heart did not leap when you heard the name Josiah, then you don't know what's coming. But don't read ahead. Just subscribe to the Bible Study Podcast, and we'll talk about it next week. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have a question, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. A crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Katherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.